live from the day-to-day studio. Emerging from a world of war and pain, we bring to you your leader, Ben Lewis. This is the greatest podcast on the planet. We are back. This is Day to Day with Ben Lewis, uh, the greatest podcast on the planet. I am your host, of course, Ben Lewis. It's been a while. And I'm back, and I'm here uh, with uh, the most reoccurring guest, I think the only person that's been on more than once, Mr. Max Bleacher. I'm back, baby. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Um, Ben, thank you for having me. Um, Let's have a good fucking show. Yeah, there's a lot that's been happening, a lot that's transpired. I don't know the exact amount of time that it's been since I've last posted an episode, but uh, the bottom line is we're back and we're ready to get into things. Now, I want to start off with some... Breaking news that was just brought to our attention that um, our roommate Nick, who was on here once for the Manus Minute, his name's Nick Manus, um, essentially he was at the hospital visiting his girlfriend. Now I know what you're all thinking, she doesn't have the coronavirus, (laughs) but she probably does. uh, Yeah, they may be hiding that from us, we don't know. The bottom line is, apparently while at the hospital, there was a coronavirus patient brought in and they shut down the hospital. What does that mean exactly? So what, wait, my first question is what happens if someone gets sick and they have to go to the hospital? Exactly. What do you do? Do you just, if someone has a heart attack, do you just pass out on your couch and just say, holy shit, this is that, this is it? You're expected to die. And I don't understand. I mean, maybe I should have asked a follow-up question in terms of what exactly shutting down the hospital entails. He was allowed to come home. I mean, he wasn't quarantined in there. So he could have been, you know, he's a strange bird. It is true. He may have snuck out through the window, but more importantly, this coronavirus is an epidemic. I mean, it's taking over society. I mean, New York, didn't they just declare a state of emergency? And I was there uh, less than yeah, 72 you, you hours ago. Yeah, you just came ago. back, so yeah, it's not looking good for me and the roommates over here. I feel like I have a fever, but it's probably just over the joy of getting back into the show. And the, the situation with this coronavirus is that it's spreading rapidly. It's supposedly killing people, but I hear all kinds of different stuff. I mean, is it... Is it going to kill everybody, or are we going to... I mean, I've heard the rumors that it just kills the people older and younger. So if you're, like, in the between 20 to 50, you should be good to go. <laughs> all right, all right, 22. Yeah, all right, I'm good, then, for the next... <laughs> I don't know why I was freaking out at all. That made me feel better. Yeah, you're good. I don't know where that statistic came from, but we cannot confirm or deny that it was true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, everywhere you look... And I know people are saying, wear the mask... So I've heard about the mask, and essentially the mask makes it worse, is my understanding, because you breathe into the mask, and basically the condensation on the mask causes germs to attach more rapidly. So you're basically, by wearing the mask, asking to get coronavirus. God, people are such morons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so I see people all over New York City wearing these masks. I'm just curious what the point was, and then the washing of the hands doesn't help either. I mean, I just started washing my hands because of this whole epidemic. Man, and I, I never wash my hands. Uh, that's what I'm saying. When I just you go, started... When you go to the bathroom, hey, let, let, let's take a, we should take a poll on the Instagram. How many people wash how, their how, hands? How many people wash their hands before, after they use the restroom? I, I, I would honestly say if no one else <laughs> is in the restroom, I would honestly say 10% of the people actually wash their hands. It is true. It is but, such but, an embarrassment. We live and, in such a disgusting 
society. And how about and how about the douchebag that you know uses the restroom? He knows that there's someone else in there, so he just turns on the faucet. Oh my! And he God. just acts like I was like, bro, I literally saw point, you didn't wash your hands. Just go, man. I'm not gonna say anything. At that point, why are you even doing that? The old acts like you're washing your hands, and then he goes to the trouble of getting the paper towels Acting, and everything. Oh, just dude, I don't care. Go. No one washes their hands. But apparently, washing your hands doesn't help because every second you're touching your phone, your pant leg, your thigh, your neck, your face, and it's just all over just you. Just don't so touch your face. You can't shower that's 20 the, times that's a day. That's the rumor. Oh god, I know and I touch my face all the time. It's bad. I don't know. It's just a bad situation. Um, but the coronavirus, I, as I've been told, is going to kill everybody. So god. This this could be the last podcast. This may be the last broadcast ever. I mean, we may be the last people on the air if we survive long enough. Shit, they should write a story about us. Well, let's move on. Uh, I want to talk about our horrific nightmare of uh, probably like a month where it went on, where we had this flea infestation. Oh, God. Rule number one in your household when you're living anywhere, just don't don't let your animals get fleas, people. It's... And I, for those of... A lot of people don't understand how bad fleas can get in Florida. It's because of the heat. They just breed rapidly. And there's nothing like it. So we have a dog and a cat. It's Kobe and Stella in that cat order. Cat dog, we call them. Yeah, they're a team. They're basically dating. A dynamic duo. They, I think that Kobe did get the cat pregnant. We're not sure. <laughs> but um, basically, the situation is they both got fleas. And I had never really experienced a horrible flea infestation like that. Have you? Not like this. Not like this. Tell them about the time when you were walking in your room, what was crawling up your leg. So this is what happened. It got to the point where, so all of our bedrooms are carpet. The insides, your your bedroom's actually wood. Yeah, I live in That's the den. Nice. It's nice. So, uh... 200 bucks a month. Yeah, but the fleas were in the carpet, in the bedroom. So every time I would walk into my room, I'd have like 100 fleas jump on my leg. It was so disgusting and I felt like I was going to get Lyme's disease. And then at that point, you feel like they're in your bed. And you wonder how long she had the fleas. The cat sleeps in my bed, in my room. You know, like, how long did she have them before I knew? I I'm sleeping oh, with rodents. Uh, pests. Something that, you know, I probably do have a disease from it. But I, I just don't know just, about just it. Just don't, don't go get checked because then you really don't have it. So anyway, we get the... We get the flea bombs. You remember, I bought, oh, I ordered God. on Amazon the Mac Daddy. Nothing survives. Like if you enter the house while this is going off, you're dead. Type product. And basically, I set off. You were supposed to set off one. I set off four of them. We both did. And, and it, we and come I, back. I don't think anything helped with those bombs, though. It didn't help. It until didn't we help. until until we took it the next step, and you know we got our exterminator out here, and he really took care of the problem. Exterminator, and I want to shout him out. Vinny, he's the man. He's got diesel pest control. I mean, this is the real deal. Fort Myers, Florida, he took out these fleas. It was something that, at that point, I didn't think could be done. I was close to giving up. It was that bad. God. They're just hopping all over you. I mean, you, I know you didn't sleep for weeks. Yeah, but. I refuse to sleep here. It's disgusting. Let's, uh, let's get into uh, a little section about sports betting here. Oh, God, don't even get me started. I just want to talk about it. I, a lot of people gamble on sports i get it i do it you do it we all do it the prop the problem lies when you're betting on something you have no idea what you're even betting on like we, I, I i i'm at work betting 200 dollars on a 
Ugh. on a, a the Israeli a, basketball the, the Israeli league. basketball league. I I don't know. I see plus two twenty, so I'm I'm pu- putting in my bets two hundred to win four forty. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna take it. Duh. There's no doubt about it, and I mean, it's just it really is a sickness. Now I want to talk about um, a few bets that we take. Um, or that we see foresee being solid or whatever else. Um, just a vague covering here. I, first of all, the spring MLB games. It is the most boring sport. Yeah, I don't to watch. I, I can't even watch because it just it just frustrates me. You're there is, sitting there like an idiot all day. Nothing worse. The players look miserable because they have to play in Florida every day. It, it's a hundred <laughs> degrees outside. You don't. I don't even know how to describe it. And then the people, because we're in Fort Myers, we have the Red Sox that do their spring training mm-hmm. here. It's a big deal. People, I mean, they flock. I'll, you'll never catch me dead in there. I people, mean, people camping out for days for a spring training game. Would you believe it? It's like Black Friday at Best Buy. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's unbelievable. Uh, people fighting over television sets. Uh, if you want something that's always going to hit, always going to just make you a little Oh, God, I already know what he's going to say. Come on. You always bet the Lakers. Take Lakers money line, Lakers first quarter money line, Lakers spread, Lakers to, you know, the over. I mean, anything you want. Uh, Honestly, where Ben's going with this, he's been hitting with the Lakers, like, the last couple days. So (laughs) So I think he's just on this little hot streak. I mean, the Lakers are good. What have they lost? 12 games the whole season? So your odds of winning, I mean, it's... It's just through the roof. It's a no-brainer in my mind. I mean, sure, it's like a a thousand bucks to win ten dollars, but... You take it. It's you just not worth it. For me, it's not worth the risk. I'll take the 100 to win 400 on the uh, on the Hawks to beat the, the Clippers. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm one of those one. guys. Good luck with that one. Uh, now, this one surprised me. I saw this in the news. Zion Williamson, plus 700 to win Rookie of the Year. Now, I mean, you just gotta t- you just gotta throw money on it just to say screw it. I mean, I thought it was a shock until you brought up what you said that he was out for. I mean, the majority of the season. But this is Zion Williamson we're talking about. I mean, what is he average? He's got to be. Can we get a? We got to get a live set on him. He's got to be averaging over twenty five points a game. The guy's I mean, an absolute monster. I mean, his stat line is unreal. He just he, put up over thirty against LeBron and the Lakers. He's playing on a low grade team. I mean, you put him on something serious, he's he's going far. I mean, everybody knows it. Uh, and what he's nineteen. The kid can't even have a beer yet. Unreal. I mean, imagine if Zion Williams, Zion Williamson, was having a beer. Do you think anyone would tell him you can't have that? I mean, I know if I ID'd him, I'd just let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> Zion Williamson, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably try to be friends with him. Yeah, come on, you quit your job right there if he told you to. Uh, but uh, all right, so bro- now here's another bet. Very interesting. Tom Brady to stay with the Patriots is minus one thirty. And I, I think it, there's no doubt he's staying with the Patriots. I, no chance he you goes know, anywhere. You know, but will he do, like, the Peyton Manning thing where, you know, he was with the Colts his whole whole career and then the last couple, you know. Far was... to the Vikings. I know how it goes. But what, haven't they learned it never works out? What, why? I mean, look what Peyton. Peyton won a Super Bowl. Ah, uh, I guess. I guess. I'll never forget Far throwing the pick at the end in the NFC Championship. I wanted to choke him out. God. Uh, he's 45 years old, but Brady seems to have some decent talent left, so we'll see uh, We'll see what happens, but I think he's still I, I think, all day. I mean, I think the Chiefs should go get him. Brady is still better than Mahomes. Now, on this subject of sports betting, I do have somebody uh, lined up for us to call in. He's He prefers to remain anonymous, 
Um, this kid is he so told sick. us he told us his alias what was it Mad Dog? Mad Dog? Uh no, what what was it? We'll we'll, we'll get him on the phone. I think we'll... it was Mad Dog. Um just to give you guys a little bit of a backdrop. Oh, Scotty Too Hottie it was. Oh, Scotty Too Hottie is, is his name. That's it. So, essentially, he is really, really bad with the sports betting. Like, borderline should be an AA of sports gambling. I don't know. Oh, I guess it's just Sports Gamblers Anonymous. He just can't stop. So, I wanted, just, I wanted him to have him on the line here. Uh, let's get him in. Max, dial the... Get dial Scotty the. Too Hottie on the line. Scotty Too Hottie. All righty. Is Scotty too hotty? Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Looks like one you're, you're on the air. Looks like he's finishing his Chinese food at the house. What's going on, guys? Uh, sorry, I have to step outside. My wife doesn't know I still bet. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, I, so I gambled away her car once. She's like so paranoid about me still sports betting. Jesus Christ. Well, this is what we wanted to talk about. I know uh, you've been writing into the podcast for uh-huh. months. About just how you're real. Years, man. I'm a sick degenerate. I can't help myself. Uh, yeah, I about how you're just bet on pretty much about anything. If, if there's something to bet on, I'm gonna bet on it. It doesn't even have to be sports. What is it that started? At what age did you just take your first bet? Mm. I would say once I turned, once I got into really high school, I was just a sick degenerate. I got introduced by one of my close friends. He had this big time bookie, and you know the guy. We met him for lunch one day, and the guy said, "You're gonna be a millionaire." Biggest moment of my life. The guy looked at me and said, "If you don't fucking pay me out each week, I'll come to your door and not and fucking kill your parents." I said, "Well," I said, "Hey, pal, I'm good for it." The very the very next week, I lose two thousand dollars. This is the first week of battle. I'm 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 fifteen or sixteen years old. Do, do you think I have two thousand dollars? Unbelievable. Ugh. So then, so what happened was, Bookie comes to my door. I see who it is because I've met him before. I'm like, he knocks. I'm like, oh, it's nobody. It's the fucking, uh, I tell my parents it's uh, UPS, UPS. Stay inside, stay inside. The guy keeps knocking. So my parents go out there. What's going on? What's going on? And, you know, the guy had a baseball bat and took my dad's legs out. <laughs> It's, you know, you guys may I'm sorry to be a, laughing. You guys, uh-huh. you guys find this into a joke. This My dad doesn't has one leg to this day. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How did you acquire the nickname? Scotty too fucking hotty? Yeah, how did that listen, come to be? I was in, listen, listen, I was in Vegas, of course. Everyone's, everybody knows if you got a nickname, you got a sports and alias, you got it in Vegas. So I'm in Vegas. I... Ten of my buddies were all drinking fucking Yale. You guys know Yale. A little of the, you know, the nose beers. A couple nose beers here, nose beers there. I get on. I tell my buddies, I'm like, listen, I got a big parlay. I'm going to fucking hound it. I put I put $300 on this Moneyline Parlay 10-teamer. What 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 went on? I mean, did you did you hit three hundred dollars to win two point five million dollars? Everyone thought I was crazy. I showed everyone the ticket. I said, "Get in on this. Get in on this. Trust me." It was a ten team parlay. 
Well, there's a bunch of plus a thousands, you know, uh, the underdogs. You know, mm. I'm an underdog story. Of course. So we jam that. We basically jam that in. I tell all my buddies. They all get in for like a hundred, just to sweat it out with me. I I get to the ninth game. We we win at the buzzer. Like a half court shot at the buzzer. The tenth game comes. Everybody's calling me Scotty Too Hotty. I got all my friends like explaining. We're all in a bar. They're explaining what's going on. They're showing everybody in the bar the tickets. Everybody's chanting my name, Scotty Too Hotty. Scotty, I can remember like it was yesterday. Scotty Too Hotty. Wait, so Scotty Too so, Hotty. Wait, so did 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 you win? Okay, so let me get to the story. We're, what happens is we're winning all day. My fa- keep in mind, my father is in Vegas, somehow knows where what bar I'm at. I don't know how. I call him the biggest jinx of my life. Whenever I sports bet with him, I can't win a bet to uh, save my j- life. Jinxes are the worst in sports Oh, betting. my God. It's like I know it's coming. It's a jinx. So this the 10th game is, uh, I don't know if you remember, 2000. It was during March Madness, Auburn versus uh, Virginia. You'll never forget it, huh? Oh, i never forget it to this day. 2018, I think it was 2018. It was like two years ago, March Madness. Or maybe last year. I think, no, it was last year. March Madness. Auburn is up four with 15 seconds left. <laughs> and my dad walks into the bar and I have Auburn money line. Oh. I look at my friend and I say to myself, you got to be fucking me. Oh. I knew it was going to happen. Somehow, oh. I think, somehow they hit a fucking crazy shot down two. Crazy oh shot. Oh, my God. And then, okay, they get, our team, Auburn, gets fouled. We're going to the line in a one-on-one situation. We got a 95% free throw shooter <laughs> at the line. He misses it. Virginia calls timeout. whoop they do I look at my, I'm just sick. At this point, I know it's coming. I'm sick to my stomach. And then, somehow, four seconds left, Kyle Guy gets the ball and gets fouled on a three. Oh, God. And just you shoot know me. that kid isn't missing. That kid's a white kid. It's not fucking missing. Oh, uh, just shoot me. Well, look, Scotty Too Hotty, I'm, I'm glad you took the time to come on the show, and I best of luck with your problem. I'll, I'll shoot you over an email with the number for Gamblers Anonymous. They help people. Listen, it's not a problem, but I need to win. I need to win my money back, so that's why I'm going to give you a free play today. All right, what's, what's, I need, what's I'm the give play of the night? I'm going to give everybody who's listening to the best podcast in the world one free play. Let's hear you it. You can put your whole net worth on it. You can put everything you own, everything you own, everything you own. What's the play, own. Scotty? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Take everything you own on a prop bet. My need to, to win the Eastern Conference Finals, we're going to get plus 2,000 odds on it, and we're going to roll it. I guarantee you put your whole life on this. This is a winner. This is a winner. This is a that was Scotty too hot. <laughs> I appreciate the time, gonna... Scotty. Uh, he was on a tangent there, but yeah, uh, he feel he must he must really be going through some stuff. Well, I appreciate him taking the time to fill us in, and it really shows just how sick you can get with this sports gambling world. I wish I had the number for Gamblers Anonymous. It's saved on my phone somewhere, but I don't have my phone, so I'm just gonna let it go. Um, let's talk about some politics. Let's get serious here. Oh man, switching up on me right away. I want to drop it down. Yeah, I mean this is this is something significant that needs to be discussed uh, that people avoid, quite frankly. Now we got President Trump. He's great. Let's the, just face the, the facts. The the goat, the greatest of all time. Yes, President Trump. And then you got on the other side. This is who's left. 
Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. I mean, not competing with much there. For one, Joe Biden, he looks like, I mean, between the two of them, I don't know who's more senile. Uh, they just don't look physically apt for the presidency. Uh, they both look like they, frankly, may keel over at any moment, and that's their last word out of their mouth ever. And they look like pussies. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we go to that as well. I mean, listen, Joe Biden the other day announced that he was giving a speech, and he said that's why he's running for United States Senate. He doesn't even know he's running for the presidency. It's like he's on drugs, some kind of snooze pills, whatever that doc's got. Yeah, they all pop pills, all of them. It's just a bad situation, but to get back on the betting side of things... The lines right now, <clears throat> excuse me, if you were to bet, Biden is minus 375, Sanders plus 325. I, I, I like, uh, listen, I mean, Bernie's a Jew. Frankly, I don't see them giving a Jew the nomination. We always get snubbed. Yeah, we always do. Always. They treat us like dirt, pond scum. <laughs> but the bottom line is, he does have a chance, and I like those odds, and I may slam Sanders like 1,000 to win 3,300. You know, I just think Biden's going to take it over. I, I really do. I mean, I, I think if you have 10 grand laying around at home, bet 10 grand to win what? It'll probably be 10 grand to win 4 grand, I'm assuming, somewhere around there. Mm, yeah, something like that. But it's not worth it if, I mean. Look, Biden's winning that, the, the Democratic Party. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but that's enough politics for one day. It stressed me out. So God, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Wedge Wednesday. Everybody knows about Wedge Wednesday. It's All their right. favorite it's subject. Minute. Yeah, we got to bring Wedge Wednesday back. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have hundreds of thousands of pictures of wedges that have been sent in. Uh, on my phone, but I recently got a new phone, so I need all those old pictures sent back in, and whatever new pictures you got, just keep sending in pictures of wedges, flood the DMs, you know the Instagram, it's at D, the number two, D, Ben Lewis, B-E-N-L-E-W-I-S, not L-O-U-I-S, nobody spells it that way, we all know that, uh, but follow the Instagram, send in some wedges, every Wednesday I'm going to be posting pictures of the best wedges in the country, the world, uh, the universe, so uh, get back on board with Wedge Wednesday. I'm excited. <clears throat> Let's get into this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Everybody wants to hear about it. Everybody wants it, to know about it. You know, Ben, I've never had it. You haven't I've tried it? I haven't tried it yet, but you know, all I have to say, that Chick-fil-A sandwich is fucking good. So I'm, I, if the Chick, if the Popeye's chicken sandwich is better than the Chick-fil-A sandwich... I gotta tell you, I, I went to the Popeye's. I got the spicy chicken sandwich. Uh, there's the regular and the spicy. It's just like Chick-fil-A. I thought the Popeye's chicken sandwich was incredible. I said it's as good, if not better, than Chick-fil-A. Wow. And I rank Chick-fil-A high. I think it's a bigger piece of chicken, which is nice. Uh, you get some kind of special but sauce on there. do you feel full after? Yeah, you feel full. That's what I'm saying. The Popeye's is the like, bigger piece like of chicken. you have to go to sleep after? No. I mean, not necessarily, but I think the goal is to get as full as possible. You never know when you're going to have to go on a three-day starving yeah, yeah I mean, with the coronavirus. Look at what happened to the Jews. We might not be able to even leave the house soon. Huh? We might not be... The coronavirus, I know. People need to stock up. I'm considering quarantining myself in my father's house. He's offered. Uh, it's just not a... It's it's not a good situation. I mean, I feel like I have it, to be honest with you. So, it may be all over. Um, but the Popeye's chicken sandwich, give it a try. Um, so, recently, I, uh, I have become unemployed. For anybody that didn't hear, I was actually... Uh, I guess it was the last time I released an episode was before I had acquired this job. Uh, I was the general manager at a sports bar in uh, Fort Myers uh, and on Fort Myers Beach and uh, ended up leaving that job and I've been back on the job hunt. And uh, it's been an interesting time uh, to say the least and just to see the, the flaws that people have like when I'm interviewing for a job. 
Uh, it's pretty unbelievable. And I know Max has inter been doing a few interviews himself lately. So I just want to talk about the things that you see in these interviews that are so off-putting by the general American public. Oh, man. You go in there, you see the same guys in the same suits. You're sitting in a room with four other guys trying to get the same job. They're looking at you, wondering if you're interviewing for the same job. I know. It's so bad. Si it's everyone's sizing each other up in the waiting room. It's like a scene out of office space. People don't really understand how brutal it is. Um, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody that doesn't know how to dress for an interview. Uh, the belt not matching the shoes. Uh, the hair messed two up. Two different the, color socks. The two different color socks, exactly. The... the uh, too casual of shoes or the wearing jeans. Oh, uh, don't I wear jeans. Do, please don't wear uh, jeans. Uh, there's so many issues, and the American public doesn't seem to get it. When I see things like that, it makes me wonder. You know, I can only imagine what they're saying in the actual interview, being dressed like that. There's no way you get a job looking how you look. Buttering up the boss. We'll go for drinks after work. Oh, oh. Uh, you, you know how it goes. I know. For, for me. You know, there's great company parties, there's great company brunches, whatever the, whatever the company does outside of work. Me, frankly, I don't want to do. I'm there to make the company money, and in return that will make me money. And then I just want to go home to my normal life with my family, my friends, that who I actually hang out with outside of work. You know, your co-workers asking you to hang out... It, I just don't want to do it. It's like, the worst. You, you just like, even... I, feel, I feel like I'm off the clock working because you have to be sharp by the ears at all times. You don't even want to see those people when you're at work, let alone off the clock. Oh, I mean, there's God. nothing. I agree. There's no, but there worse. are some. There are some good people I work with who I actually hang out with at work. And at that point, you make the advance to hang out with them. But when they're but 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 it's someone you, but, you but, like but, vultures. Yeah, like but, but but when it's someone you don't want to hang out with, and they just keep nudging you and nudging you and nudging you. Man, just take the hint already, please. It is bad. And how about when you see a guy that misses one of his belt loops? Oh, God. Is there anything worse than seeing that? It makes me want to puke. I mean, ugh. I mean, where do you work? A gas station? I mean, like, look look, look at least a little professional. It is. It's like a 7-Eleven worker. Um, now, also, as I've been on this job hunt, I've been searching for all kinds of crazy opportunities, chances, uh, you know, ways to make a billion dollars. So, yeah, well, well, what's let your me, experience? Let, like? me, I'm let me tell you what I came up with. NASA is actually recruiting astronauts right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear. Um, this is a real thing. Obviously, somebody's got to do it. And uh, I was reading in this article slash ad... Uh, Basically, you will go to Mars by 2035 and be one of the first people on Mars if you were to apply. Well, that, is, what are the qualifications? Well, that was the problem. You need uh, <laughs> yeah, you need very advanced scientific science degrees, uh, those of degrees of which that I don't have. Um, that being said, it's very easy just to say on your resume you have those degrees, and then yeah. you just go go forth. You just roll with it. You know, just be on. Find somebody that's I cool. I mean, be no one's, no one's checking it. their sources. Come on, this is NASA. It's not the White House. <laughs> so you, you could. The bottom line is, you could go to Mars. I may very well be going to Mars. The problem is sometimes, sometimes I have a panic attack just driving my car. I can't imagine in a spaceship going to Mars. But uh, you know, time will tell. And uh, if you see me up there, just just know I was the first. Yeah, and we talk about it in 30 years on the podcast. I did read only about 11 out of 20, <coughs> 11 out of 20,000 applicants made it last time. 
they were recruiting. That was about 15 years ago. So what what would separate you from the general well, public? Well, I, obviously I'd show them the podcast, um, and they would instantly yeah, just, they would just work out. It'd be like a you know celebrities It'd be like can do peanut whatever. butter and jelly. Celebrities can do whatever they want. Um, yeah, they do run the country. Now I do ask the age old question: What happens if you fart in your spacesuit and you're up there? What does happen? It, you're fucked. I mean, just think think about that one. Uh, I wanna. We're getting towards the end here. I wanna wrap things up. I think it's been a great episode. Um, I do want to talk about this though. This is cl- in closing. Uh, the question of the day. I've thrown these around a lot. How far is your bathroom from your couch and this is something that's very Uh, crucial now at first you don't think about it but the other night so our you know how our house is set up where basically the bathroom is on the complete opposite end of the living room of the house Mm -hmm. and it's a long house so a lot of times i'll be sitting on the couch watching the game watching a movie i'm a few beers deep i don't want to move i just ate dinner and i gotta take a piss and i take a look over to the end of the hall where the bathroom is it's a there's no walk. chance i'm getting up i know ben we've been roommates it's it's a it's a miserable walk to the bathroom that's why i wait wait, wait when no one's looking i keep a bucket beside me oh and no. i just piss in the bucket and you know you're sitting there you're so you're so into gambling you don't even freaking notice I, <laughs> so we'll go after this i'll show you a big bucket oh god that is horrifying well I just want to leave everyone with that question. Let us know, uh, is your bathroom within a reasonable distance of your couch? And should all architects <laughs> keep this in mind when building homes? Yeah. Um, but uh, again, I appreciate everybody. I, I am back, and I'm ready to start releasing episodes rapidly. I appreciate Max Bleacher. Thank you very much for uh, returning. Happy to be here. This is, uh, is going to be huge. We're taking over the world one podcast at a time. God bless, and good night.